welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. Lobster in my pocket. Lobster in my pocket is written by Deirdre Kessler with art by Brenda Jones. Deirdre Kessler is a Canadian writer located here on Prince Edward Island. Permission for use was given by Deirdre Kessler. One chilly Saturday in spring, Lee wandered down to the wharf just as the lobster boats were coming in with the morning's catch. A few miles offshore, the fishermen and the few fisherwomen, like Lee's mother, had been working hard since dawn. They all looked forward to finishing their work and going home for a nice cup of tea and a good hot meal. Lee was feeling kind of lonely. There wasn't anyone her own age who lived nearby. Her school chums rarely came to play at her house. She wasn't allowed to have a dog and her favorite cat, Nosy, had disappeared a month ago. While her mom and dad were out in the Gulf fishing, Grandma looked after her. Grandma and Lee understood each other. They didn't need to talk much. And Grandma didn't mind that Lee almost always wore a cap, even in warm weather. Sometimes her father and the kids at school teased her about her caps, but not Grandma. What color will it be this year? Grandma would ask each autumn when the weather grew chilly and then Grandma would knit Lee a new cap. Lee saved all her old caps. She'd wash them in hot water to make them shrink to fit her dolls. One cap fit Nosy perfectly. Lee wished Nosy would come back home. She wished she had a playmate. She was tired of playing alone. Sometimes Grandma and Lee would take long walks together along the shore. Grandma would tell Lee sea stories. Grandma knew all about the creatures of the sea. Lee loved those walks with Grandma. She wished Grandma would come out and play today. Lee watched her mother and father and the others moor their boats. 
Then they unloaded the lobsters they had caught that day. The lobsters were in wooden crates. The crates were being stacked neatly on the wharf. Soon the crates would be slipped into the water and roped together. The lobsters would stay underwater until the buyer came to get them. Standing by her parents' Cape Islander boat, the Anne Marie, Lee watched the lobsters in the crates. She felt sorry for them. They'd been caught and taken from their underwater homes. Their front claws had been banded with thick rubber bands. Now they were climbing over one another in confusion. Lee heard a little voice. Oh, please, set me free, set me free. I'll show you a secret of the sea. I'll tell you how lobsters came to be. Oh, please set me free, set me free. Lee quickly looked around. Was someone playing a joke on her? Who had spoken in that strange little voice? It seemed to be coming from the lobster crate at her feet. Lee opened the crate. One lobster scrabbled its way over all of the rest and tumbled onto the wharf. Put me in your pocket, girl. Carry me back to the sea. Take me out of danger, girl. Lobsters just want to be free. Lee was astounded. Grandma told me that all creatures have their own language, she said. But I didn't know lobsters could talk to humans. Lee picked up the lobster and took the wide bands from its front claws. Then she tucked the lobster in her pocket and walked towards the end of the wharf. Will you be my friend? she asked. The lobster waved its antenna and answered, Yes, I'll be your friend, girl, if you'll only set me free. Yes, I'll tell you a tale, girl. Share a secret of the sea. Lee was delighted with her new pal. She sat with her legs dangling off the wharf and listened spellbound as the lobster told her stories of the sea. A voice interrupted them. Lee, called her mother. Go tell Gran to put on the kettle. We'll be up in a minute. Lee, called her father. Tell Gran to phone the co-op and have them deliver some fuel to the dock pump after supper. With the lobster still snug in her pocket, Lee ran to the house to give Grandma the messages. What on earth is in your pocket, child? asked Grandma. My new friend, said Lee. 
she talks. She's going to be my new best friend now that Nosy's gone. I think I'll call her Lucy. Grandma gently pulled Lucy from Lee's pocket, turned her over and said, Well, I just guess you'll need a boy's name. What? asked Lee. That's a male lobster, replied Grandma. See these swimming feet closest to the center of his body? They're swimmerettes. On a female, they're soft. On a male, they're hard. Grandma handed the lobster back to Lee. Now, please wash up and help me set the table. What have you got in your pocket, Lee? asked Mum, sitting down to eat. What are you doing with a lobster in your pocket? asked Dad, scooping a big helping of buttery mashed potatoes onto his plate. It's lucky, said Lee happily. He's my new best friend. I saved him at the wharf, and he's telling me secrets and stories. He told me about Neptune's horse. He's going to show me where there's treasure buried in the sea. He's going to... You can't keep a lobster for a pet, said her mother. Nope, said her father. Lobsters are not for pets. That lobster is somebody's supper, and the money it fetches pays for your supper. Besides, Lee, her father added, Lobsters are not happy if they're out of the water for too long. Why don't you let that one go free? You could put it back in the water after we eat. His name is Lucky, whispered Lee. Grandma looked at Lee with sympathy, but she didn't say anything. Lee got up slowly from the table and went outside. You're my best friend, Lee said sadly, even if I've only known you for a little while. Will you talk to me again? Will you always be my friend? Oh, just set me free, set me free. I'll show you a secret of the sea. I'll help you one day as you helped me. Oh, please set me free, set me free. Lee took Lucky past the crates of squirming lobsters, pulled him from her pocket, and held him over the water at the end of the wharf. Goodbye, she said, and good luck. She dropped him into the water, and in a flash, Lucky disappeared. After school and on weekends, Whenever the boats came back from hauling traps, Lee would walk around all the crates of lobsters, quietly calling for Lucky. Are you there? Lucky, can you hear me? She would whisper. And then she would walk to the end of the wharf where she would dangle her arms off the wharf. Today is Dad's birthday, she would say as she stared into the water. Tomorrow, my teacher's taking us on a field trip. Want to come with us, Lucky? 
Lee didn't mind that her friend never answered her. One morning, the sky was gray. Clouds hung low. There was a stillness in the air. We'll not go out on the golf today, said Lee's mother. Nope, said her dad. There's a bad storm brewing in the northeast. The Anne-Marie stays tied up today. Lee went down by the bait sheds to play. She loved the briny smell of the seaweed and the pungent smell of the dark creosoted pilings. She spent the morning playing pirate ship in a beached hulk near a stack of broken old lobster pots. In the protection of the sheds, Lee did not pay much heed to the gathering storm. The sky grew dark, the wind gusted and swirled. By noontime, when Lee went to the end of the wharf, the wind was so strong it pushed her along. Just as she reached the edge, a strong burst of wind swept her cap right off her head. As Lee grabbed for the cap, another terrific gust of wind swept her right off the wharf. Down she fell down towards the water. Choppy waves slapped at the pilings. Salt spray filled the air. Seaweed torn loose from the ocean floor was churned and swirled by the waves. Help! screamed Lee. Help me! And then she was in the water and she was sinking, sinking. She was over her head in water and sinking. The next moment she rose to the surface and gasped for air. Lee knew how to swim in a rough sea, but a wave slapped her in the face and she swallowed a big gulp of salt water. She choked, and then the weight of her water-soaked clothes pulled her down once more. Lee rose to the surface a second time and gasped for air. She flailed her arms and kicked her feet. Her clothes were heavy and her lungs clogged with salt water, but she kept kicking and moving her arms. She could almost reach one of the pilings. Then another wave hit her, and again she was pulled underwater. Down she went for the third time. In the depths of the sea, Lucky heard Lee's call for help gathered his friends, and swam towards the wharf. Then Lee felt something pinch her, first on her legs, and then on her back and arms. She was rising to the top. 
her head was above the water. She coughed her lungs clear and swam through the waves. Lee grabbed onto a piling and clung tightly. The storm was wild. The sky opened up and huge raindrops pelted her. Lee grabbed hold of the cribbing under the wharf and hoisted herself up to safety. She lay on her back, breathing hard. You forgot your cap, came a familiar voice. Lee rolled over and looked down into the turbulent sea. There was Lucky. In his big right claw, he had her cap. Lucky flung the cap towards Lee. A big wave caught it and carried it up onto the wharf with a splash. Lee grabbed her precious cap, squeezed it, and pulled it onto her head. Oh, thank you, Lucky. Thank you for helping me. I thought I was going to drown. You really save yourself, Lee girl. You kicked and you swam free. But it can't hurt to have a friend who lives beneath the sea. And with that, Lucky disappeared under the waves. Lee crawled away from the edge of the wharf. The driving rain stung her face and the wind buffeted her as she made her way back home through the storm. Look at you, where have you been? Her mother asked with alarm, rushing to Lee. Lee's father and grandmother came running. Oh, Mom, I got blown off the end of the wharf, said Lee. I was blown right into the water. You're sopping wet, girl, said Grandma. The end of the wharf, said Dad. Are you okay? Are you hurt? You mean you were actually in the water in this storm? How did you get out? My friend Lucky saved me, said Lee, reaching up to touch her cap. Who is Lucky? Her mother and father asked in unison. You know, my lobster friend. Now, now, Lee. Her father began to reprimand her. It's hardly the time for making up stories. Lee's mom gave her dad a look. Let's get you out of those drenched clothes, Lee, dear, she said. We can hear what really happened later. All that matters is that you are safe. But Grandma gave Lee a knowing look and winked. I guess today is your lucky day, said Grandma. Lee suddenly felt tired and cold. She began to shake with delayed fear from her near drowning. She looked from the worried faces of her mother and father to grandma's smiling face. And then she followed grandma's gaze to the floor by the wood stove. There, surrounded by a new family of kittens, was her cat, Nosy. Lee began to laugh. Well, I just guess this is my lucky day, she said. 
and wet as she was, she threw her arms around Grandma and gave her a big hug.